This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. On Friday of last week is when the news broke. Uh, right before the weekend, it was like 2.30, uh, and I read the story, and I'm kind of going, huh, this Northwestern thing, there's something that doesn't quite add up. Uh, we're just suspending Matt, uh, Pat Fitzgerald, the head coach at Northwestern, for two weeks without pay in the middle of the summer, uh, and that's fine, and we're not releasing any details. Well... Details did come out thanks to the student paper at Northwestern, a great journalism school to begin with, and four students exhibiting great work in the journalism. I wish there was journalism left for them to go go and enjoy. Um, And then, yesterday, they fired Pat Fitzgerald. There's a lot of room in between a two-week unpaid summer vacation and firing the most popular player and best coach in school history. To help us sort some of this out, Dan Wetzel, national columnist, Yahoo Sports. Uh, I appreciate your time, sir. Uh, you are still a giant in journalism. You know that. Um, I know you guys talked about it yesterday in the uh, College Football Inquirer podcast, which I, li- I am a regular listener of, uh, and it was before the firing. You guys sus- suspected that it might go to that. Uh, were you surprised that it went to that? Um, well, I think when, you know, if you go back, uh, you know, they were, they, 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 on Saturday, the president kind of said, well, I think I erred in yeah. only suspending him two weeks. So uh, at that point, it's like, what is four good enough? Like, are <laughs> we, you know, maybe it's games, uh, a season. I don't, I mean, at that point, it kind of felt like it was swaying, but. Um, so I, I, I wasn't, wasn't surprised. Uh, it, the whole thing is just a really weird story. Uh, even if you think they came to the proper conclusion to fire Pat Fitzgerald, the way Northwestern handled it and has handled it has been a, like a textbook and how not to handle these things. Um, and so that's, you know, part of the the strangeness of the story and the uncertainty of the story. Dan Wetzel, national columnist, Yahoo Sports, is joining us here on the Adam Gold Show. When here's the way I looked at it this morning when I saw the news, and I guess it happened yet last night that they had moved on. To me, it was the it, it might have been the only solution, but there's a lot of room in between a two week unpaid summer vacation and firing, where maybe if they had. Do you think they just felt like, well, the stuff's not going to come out. We're not the 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 details are not going to come out. Therefore, we can give them this blank sandwich, uh, and people will accept it. There's not only stuff came out like two days later to the student paper, but there's more stuff in the sporting news. There was a a, a long detailed article about somebody who had this kind of experience uh, back before uh, Pat Fitzgerald was the coach when it was Randy Walker. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I guess that wouldn't. I would hope that that's just sort of the the way they've run that program. And I guess Fitzgerald hasn't changed it, which he most certainly should, because I don't know. There's an office or workplace in the country, or many of them, that are operating under the exact same guidelines and systems and what's appropriate in 2023 as they did in 1990 or 90 or 2000 or whatever, right? Um, 
everything changes and 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 behaviors change and standards change. Yeah, I like to recap for for the listeners that you know they get a report that there's hazing in the program last November. They immediately hire this law firm, and this independent investigation goes on. Seven months it took. They did over fifty interviews, staff, players, former players, former staff, all stuff. Went through player surveys, went through emails, texts, everything, photos, whatever you got, including the original complainant. And they present their report. Last week, the president gets the report. The board of trustees must have got it. A whole bunch of lawyers at the school, the AD, I don't know, right? A whole Mm -hmm. bunch of people got it. And they decide on Friday, we're going to give a two-week suspension. So they have the full context of this fairly exhaustive uh, investigation that they paid for. Uh, now, what they should have done at that moment is release the investigation. If right. this was a public school, it would be a public document, and it would be released. If this is Carolina, NC State, mm-hmm. it becomes public. If it's Duke, it's their choice, private school. Northwestern decides not to release it because they don't have to, but they should have. Then they put out this basically two-page, not even two-page, executive summary that provides no details at all. Just says, well, some stuff happened. We're not really sure, whatever, but we're giving two weeks suspension to Pat Fitzgerald. He's been the head coach 17 years yep. and was a legendary player there. Put it on a Friday afternoon, Friday <laughs> of a, you know, people on vacation from July 4th still. Classic midsummer news dump. Those things don't even work anymore. You're hoping no one's paying attention, but it's almost such an obvious we're hoping no one's paying attention that everyone then pays attention. <laughs> because it's like, what are you trying to hide? Why, you, this could wait till Monday or whatever, right? So they, they suspend them. The, their hope was no one would ask any questions and the details wouldn't come out. Well, by the next morning, the complainant has talked to the, the student newspaper and talked to ESPN and talked to other media. He's not happy. He's not, he's not bound. He should tell his story, right? right? Now the accusations come out unchecked. If there is any con, and I don't know that there is, I don't know that this isn't the absolute right thing to do, but let's say there is context or there are other people saying, no, no, that's not quite what happened. Or let me explain this, or here's some perspective, or I actually love coach Fitzgerald or anything like that. None of that is coming out that presumably would be in this report. Maybe the report's even worse, but I doubt it. Uh, because why would all these people sign off on a two-week thing? Mm-hmm. So Northwestern lets the narrative of the story become the 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 allegations and nothing else. And public sentiment builds um, on the side of this is ridiculous. I mean, the behaviors described are absurd and abusive. So you're like, everyone goes with that. And then all of a sudden, three days later, the president says, oh, yeah, i got to fire this guy. There was no new information for the president to react to, except he did talk to the original complainant, so maybe he was swayed by the emotion. But if you're a president of a university like Northwestern, you should be smart enough to know that what you're reading in a report is traumatic to that to that individual. So the the, the strangest part of this story is we we still don't know what happened. We still don't know mm-hmm. the full picture of what's being alleged, and either. Among the many possibilities is they should have fired him on Friday and didn't, which you say, well, why not? Okay, what changed? Nothing changed. So why 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 didn't you fire him on Friday? Um, And okay, they made a mistake Friday. They got it right on Monday, or they 
made the right show call on Friday, but then got swayed by public opinion and fired him on Monday. I don't know if either of those things are an options, but the fact that they're on the plate, is, this leads to confusion. Nobody knows the full story, and because of that, the people that really care about Northwestern and all of this that are following this closely are like, I have no idea whether he should or shouldn't be fired or what's going on. That's a, Even if they found they ended up in the right spot, and maybe they did, mm-hmm. maybe they didn't, I don't know. They got there in a in a in a horribly mixed up way that's made this whole scandal more. America loves a mystery, and they gave America a mystery when literally nothing else is happening in sports. <laughs> Dan Wetzel is joining us here, national columnist, Yahoo Sports, here on the Adam Gold Show. Uh, you've been covering college sports for a long time. Uh, without saying Pat Fitzgerald knew. Don't coaches, especially coaches who have grown up in the program and have been the program for the last 17 years, don't they generally have an idea? Like Rick Pitino, I understand plausible deniability, but when you go and you say, if one of my players had a beer within 100 miles of Louisville, I'd know about it. You're flouting that you know what's going on in your program. The report intimated that they had no proof that Fitzgerald knew the details of the hazing. But how how probable is that, that he had no idea what was going on? Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete DeRuta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. You have a 401k, but you're changing jobs. You're taking that 401k with you. Next step. Well, a lot of people leave it behind, which is not a good thing. I mean, if you're not at the company anymore, your 401k shouldn't either. And that's when it's time for my 401k survival oh, oh, look box at that. set. You see it right here. I've got workbooks, <laughs> guidebooks, DVDs in here that explain everything about your 401k. More importantly, how to build a lifetime income. It's a $300 value. I'm also going to give you a total retirement plan, which is a $1,000 value for the next 18 of you who call right now. No cost or obligation. Call. 888-843-0013 or text Adam to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. Well, that that becomes the question, and 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 it and it that's the the issue. Well, he should have known, right? Okay, so he's been the head coach 17 years. He grew up in the program. Somebody on the staff should have seen something. Some player. Um, so if he should have known, then he should have known on Friday. Why does he now should have known on Monday, right? right? What's what changed? Like, again, what's going on here? But there's also the bit of, um, you know, is this, did this get increasingly out of hand in this one situation? Or is this kind of behavior always been the case? And that, this is the question. I'll, I'll give you a different type of hazing, right? Sure. So there's, there's, there's hazing that's appropriate, or I think we would call harmless, right? NFL rookies, you have to stand up at a lot of teams and sing your college fight song, yeah. right, in front of the team. It's embarrassing, whatever. This is not abusive. Right. It's just kind of funny. Uh, or that's what his team. You'll get an offensive line, say. There's a rookie on the offensive line. We're all going out to dinner. Rookie's got to buy, okay? Mm-hmm. You say, okay, that's kind of a funny tradition, whatever. It's fine if the bill is, say, $3,000, okay, for the whole <laughs> offensive line. It's not when they – and then you sometimes see these bill, these bills and they bought all this champagne or they racked up – and it's $40,000. Then you go, you know what, that's actually abusive. Like, that's not, that's not really cool anymore. So you don't know whether the tradition on this one time got way out of line or whatever. And I, I have no idea. So that's the stuff where you say, well, what did Pat Fitzgerald know? If you sat there and said, oh, I don't know, the rookies always go out. The rookie always buys in the, in the meal. But that, this one time wasn't cool. But I, how could I stop it if I didn't know it happened? So there's all sorts of – these stories are usually pretty complicated. 
should Pat Fitzgerald, I, I think any coach, college coach, any any sport, high school coach, whatever, you can't just sit there and go, I hope we're not hazing anymore. It's 2023. You need to actively yeah. root out hazing in your program. And Fitzgerald should have done that. 30, 30 years ago, 20 years ago, they didn't, they didn't have – if, if a players they didn't have they didn't bring people into college programs and talk about here's how we, we this is how we treat women this is our expectations right. on DUI right they now they do right they work proactively with a bunch of they need to do that with hazing and any coach that isn't doing that and you're paid millions to do this job is risking their career because if Pat Fitzgerald can go down pretty much anyone can go down on them. All right, final thing for Dan Wetzel, and we're two weeks from today away from the first day of ACC Football Media Days in Charlotte, and we usually kick off with the Commissioner's Forum. Jim Phillips, past athletic director at Northwestern. I got my hand up. Um, I'm curious. Uh, would you like to come down and ask the first question? <laughs> well, I'd always like to come down and hang out with you. Uh, yeah, I don't know whether I'll be there or not, but I do know Jim Phillips will be asked about uh, about this. Uh, he was the AD for a long time, so again, is the coach supposed to know? Should the AD know? I'm guessing the AD did not know. I don't know anyone that would uh, tolerate this. Um, although, but maybe, right? I certainly don't think the AD would, but maybe he knew, maybe he didn't. He's certainly going to have to uh, answer some questions. Uh, about this, and presumably more is going to keep dripping out yep. until they just release the report. So, um, uh, you know, who knows? But uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be question one for Jim Phillips. There's there's just I mean I, I don't know if they're going to call on me first, but uh, I'm ready. Um, I'm I've already booked my room for uh, right. for Charlotte. Hey, and if you come down, we will we will have a uh, we'll have a beer at the Westin in Charlotte. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, Dan. Thank you so much for your time, man. I appreciate it. Always good, Adam. Good you got talking. it. Dan Wetzel.